0: If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm Saffir Master. My pronouns are him, his, and he. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers!
1: So what are we drinking today?
0: So we're going to try a bourbon today. Uh, this is the Distiller Select Woodford Reserve. It's a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, and it is being produced at a distillery that was opened in 1812. Wow! So there's 200 delectable flavor notes supposedly in this bourbon. Full grain. Wait,
1: wait. 200. So they say. Ident- individually identifiable yeah, and flavor notes? You know, there's
0: those people that they do this professionally. They're the yeah. nose and taste experts yeah. for alcohols. Like, like Absolute has their own taster. And they can discern... Okay, but 200? So it says. Comprised of more than 200. More. Oh, my goodness. Delectable flavor notes from bold grain and wood to sweet, aromatic, spice, and fruit and floral notes. Wow. So they've had someone actually do a aroma tasting on this to get all those notes can you imagine
1: incredible yeah I'm, i'm impressed by two things i'm impressed by that it's been around for a long time yes as a brewery yes and i'm impressed by more than 200 flavor notes those things are impressive to me
0: and i like the these distilleries that actually have like a label batch number much like wine you'll get a certain type of bottle of wine certain type of vintage and you, you, you know, like we had that great bottle of wine the other day, and so we knew this is the this is the vineyard we want. This yeah. is the name of the bottle, and this is the year we want, so that we could get the similar bottle. Well, they do this too. They have a they have a batch. So this is fifty four twenty eight, and then this is bottle number one ninety five. Interesting. If you liked fifty four twenty eight, you could then go look to find that for particular. another batch in fifty four twenty eight. Interesting. Isn't that fascinating?
1: Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful color.
0: Wow. It's got a nice sort of bronze color. Yeah, bronzy. The nose on it is, there's like green in front. Is that green? I get,
1: you know, whenever I smell bourbons, I I, I get overwhelmed by the syrupiness, the honey or the syrup in it.
0: That too. I smell caramel. I smell this grainy though, the green grain almost. Okay. So I'm going to, this is neat. I'm going to try it neat wow (laughs) yeah it's it's, that is multi things that happen in your mouth
1: yeah it's overwhelming in a way because i just had whiskey a little while ago yes and this is like like a flavor bomb by comparison it's like yeah it's got it's much sweeter it's got a nice finish long finish
0: it has floral notes a
1: lot of floral notes yeah very very aromatic
0: yeah So I wanna definitely add some water to this and see how it changes it. Yeah.
1: You're being more conservative with the water than me.
0: Changes the smell at all? It softens it. It softens a little bit, but still the same notes are there. I did change it.
1: Makes it way more drinkable. Yeah, that's- A little bit of water. you
0: added more than I did, and I only added like four drops, maybe. Taste mine. Well, I had more than you. You did. Well, yeah, but just taste it and see if you notice a difference.
1: Yours is stronger,
0: but it's drinkable now.
1: Still drinkable, yeah. I think that this is a very beautiful bourbon. I'm not a huge fan of bourbon, so I like this. And the fact that I that I that I like it means that it's not as sweet as some of the bourbons. And,
0: and what I the way I get my head around it, yeah, is I because I didn't know I would like scotches so much. Yeah, <laughs> Scotch whiskey is Scotch whiskey. It's, yes. it has a lane, and I expect yeah. it to be in a certain lane. Yeah, and I no long but because this is also a whiskey, but it's a bourbon whiskey. Yeah, because it's made in the U.S. I absolutely don't put it in the same category as a Scotch. So right. I drink it like it's a different alcohol. It is. So I often it is, but I often like to really discern them, even though they talk about this being a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, and it is. I often look at all bourbons as bourbons and look at scotches as scotches because then they fit in their lane, and then you're not comparing whiskey to whiskey because they're yeah. not the same. No. They're absolutely not the same. This is a strong proof too. It's forty-five point nine percent alcohol. It's like ninety point four proof. Wow! So it's high alcohol content. Yeah. Um,
1: that explains why the first sip. Of that's that why had...
0: you. That's why it's so intense. Intense, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I think there's something interesting about bourbons. You know. The finish in bourbon is always in a fresh oak barrel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a one-time use. Yeah. And they use those burned barrels in Scotch whiskey to flavor the Scotch whiskeys.
0: And in wine. And in wines, yeah. Because we our favorite wine but right now. But the bourbon's
1: always in a fresh barrel. Yeah. So that's interesting to me.
0: It, that's why you taste the green. That's <clears throat> yeah, why I keep so. tasting that green. What I'm tasting is the green wood. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, this is a good bourbon. I like it. It's, it's not as sweet as some. And so for no, me it's not it's, as
0: sweet. Mm-mm.
1: So for me it 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 fills the space that I need for a whiskey.
0: I think adding water or if we did mm-hmm. like truly with a bourbon, you might I, I don't like this with scotch. I like my scotches neat or with a couple drops of water. I, yeah. I used to have ice in it, but now I recognize better, that better, is, yeah. it's way better the other way. But bourbons might be better with ice.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, because it would melt like a large ice ball. Yeah. It melts slowly and mellows the the bourbon over time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I I quite like this, though. This is very I, I, good. It's a good one. And this one, you know, I may, used it to make those drinks recently. But I know Woodford, when I make mint julep, I use Woodford or Gentleman Jack. Interesting. And those tend to work really well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I you know, I've never been a bourbon sipper but I can sip this with this one.
0: Right. And I think yeah. that's the truth about scotches and bourbons is that you have to find the ones that work for you. Right. And so that's what we're trying to create is our, our top shelf, our middle shelf, our tried and truths
1: Mixers. And yeah. I think
0: what would be helpful is we've done a whiskey tasting flight. Yeah. Once we start to develop some more bourbons that we want to try and, and we like and enjoy... We should do a bourbon flight, and we should also then also explore the rye flights.
1: I was going to say, you know, bourbons may not compare well to whiskeys, but they may compare well to ryes.
0: True. Yeah. But ryes are their own lane, too. And so it'd be good to to know, do we have our favorite rye? Do we have our favorite yeah. bourbon? I, in the past, I've generally
1: preferred rye over bourbon.
0: I like rye more than I like bourbon straight. Yeah. However... Based on, let's say, we determine what our best is, then we know that those are top shelf versus mixers. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And I think that's something to know that you have on hand. Because you you never know if you invite people over, post-COVID, obviously. Yeah. You have Scotch drinkers. You might have bourbon drinkers. You're right. That kind of thing. Right. Very good. Yeah.
1: All right. Chapter 8. Chapter 8. What an interesting chapter. Mm-hmm. So we learn a lot about her in this chapter. Yeah, we learn a lot about her. First of all, we learn about her
0: how she met that guy no, that she had... came
1: up in the last chapter. Yeah, Derek, whatever, O'Keefe. But we learn about her polyamory, right? So she's she's definitely yes. she's definitely sexually self-expressed.
0: Well, and you know what's funny is I totally get the polyamory, but in like Vanilla World. Yeah. It's not called Polly, even if it is, no. because what it is is I'm just playing the field. I'm having right. sex with multiple people,
1: and that may be true. Maybe, maybe she's not Polly. You know, because yeah. Polly
0: isn't. Aren't they all informed it's, of one it's another? It's
1: relationships too. Yeah. yeah,
0: and they're not really informed, and it's love. Yeah, you know, there's there's an actual it's Emery,
1: right? Yeah, Emery, right? So
0: there there's not even that. So, so, I, so I think it's just miss... she's playing the field.
1: Maybe i misspoke. Maybe she's just yeah. Maybe she's just playing because
0: I don't think the Irish guy knows anything about Gordon.
1: What was interesting about that conversation was that she was randomly sat at his table and then she went basically went out out with him. So she got picked up like right away. So she gets to sleep with whoever she wants. Yes. Right? Yes. And then...
0: Which is weird because she was worried that Gordon didn't find her... Attractive. Uh, Exotic enough or physically, erotically attractive. He doesn't use those words with her. And I thought about that later, too. Often, my experience of it is, when you watch Vanillas, even, relationships, is you'll, and and I hang out with lots of guys, so I'm hearing this all the time. Guys will talk about, oh, so-and-so's hot. Even if they're married, they're just observing someone, Right. And when they're in with their wives or girlfriends, they're always like, my wonderful wife or my sweet wife. Or they never use the same words. And so she's aware. So women are aware of this. Women know this happens. And this is a big pet peeve for women in general. So that's her pet peeve is that Gordon wants to be with her, but he's not saying the things that she wants to hear based on his other, you know, uh, other conquests he's had. And that burns her ass a little yeah. bit.
1: There's a lot around that in this chapter that had me realizing. So, so you've got to be contextually correct. Like this is the war period. Totally. There's a lot of
0: rationing.
1: Well, there's food rationing, but there's also like people rationing. You know, people have gone off to war.
0: Well, yeah, and, and so, people are coming back broken. So, so there's we like an urgency. Right? We there's also a... didn't recognize that a lot, people yeah. coming back broken. They actually get into that in this chapter about this guy that she's... Yeah,
1: he held a gun to his head. Dating, he
0: basically was... had an episode, probably PTSD of some kind.
1: Right, so he was involved in the Norway campaign, and then he had a PTSD experience after. However, that's not the crux of the chapter. No, the it's The crux not. of the chapter is... Her experience of herself as a submissive and as a masochist. And you get the first glimpse, really the first glimpse into her, like, seeking to be punished physically Mm -hmm. as part of acknowledgement of her worth.
0: Yeah. Right. So she, we already know she enjoys humiliation. Yes. She, She seeks it out. Yes. And we know she's a submissive, yes. but what we become, and, and we know she's a brat.
1: Yes, and a little. And a little. Yeah.
0: So we know those things are running in the background. Right. But this was the first time we really got attached to her masochism. Yes, in in attachment to her humiliation, so she's like a mask that wants humiliation.
1: Yeah, she wants to be punished, even though she yes. hates being punished. Yes, but she but she enjoys the punishment because it acknowledges her. Experience. And she,
0: and she rationalizes it. Yes. Why she gets punished means that she's cared like Care for she, it. she's yeah. cared for. She's uh, valued. Yes, because she's being punished. Yeah. If she wasn't punished, she determines that that's not valued.
1: And that's way different than our experience. Of, totally different of we talked about that today. Yeah, of where punishment lives, right? So punishment for us is really a, a matter of integrity. Like
0: yeah, ba- break in agreements, break in our oh, basically our agreements. And yes. one of uh, I had a break in agreement in integrity. Yes. Earlier on, I, well, maybe this year. Early yeah. on. And and you got uh, punished for it. And I, you, yeah, obviously, you told me you were going to punish me. I said yes. That's punished because I, because I live in the world of integrity, so it was totally outside of my character to do that. Yeah, but I did it because it was emotional, and there were stories and all this sure. business.
1: And I never punish you from a place of anger. It was no, really, no, re- and you really, were clear
0: about that. Yeah, it
1: was really about restoring integrity. Right. So this is different now. What she's experiencing is being punished and you don't get the cause or the reason for it and she hates being punished and she appreciates being punished at the same time yeah,
0: sometimes she doesn't even clear on why she's being punished Right. just or, that she is or even this i noticed she when things happen to her that are not what she likes yeah she labels them as punishment yes even if he hasn't declared them as punishment so her head can get around them. And then she gets pleasure from le- changing the context. Basically, right. she changes the context. Because only until after they had their sex scene did he explain himself to her. Yes. She, before all that, in the rewriting, she made up all that shit in her head yeah. that she was being punished. Right. Because it had never happened before, so she assumed it was punishment.
1: Right. And the, and the context of her punishment in this particular chapter, although it wasn't the same moment, it was described as an experience later, Mm -hmm. was what she experienced as a completely humiliating experience, which was to get fucked in the ass for the first time.
0: And she didn't even say that. She said, used like a boy. boy. Right. Which is so little.
1: Right. But also this is the 40s, and, and anal sex was very taboo.
0: Yeah, but you would say something like, he used my ass or something.
1: Not in 1940, you now, would say he used me like a boy.
0: Okay, so wait, let's, let's start over. Don't yeah. think of your mom or your grandmother, okay? Okay. And their language. Think about women who are in this kind of context. This isn't new. Flappers and all the all the women that were yeah. more sexually progressive, it isn't new that women are using language. They just did it behind closed doors. The yeah. reality is she would have said... He was using my ass.
1: I don't know. I think her way of writing and speaking...
0: Well, because it's her, because she's a little. But that's exactly what I'm saying. She's a little, so she describes it like a little would describe it. Okay, I can go with that. But I think women on normal, because I've seen movies where women in in the flapper time would say... You know, you're not going to get a piece of my ass. You're going to get this or whatever right. and different things. Just as 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 long as men have had a potty mouth and yeah. have talked sexually, which God knows, let's go back in time to the
1: beginning. Right, right.
0: Yeah. women have been doing it too. There's uh, no absolutely. difference. Yeah. So I think that is really a, a depiction of her little.
1: Yeah. Now, the fact is that what he did, though, mm-hmm. was he was fucking her missionary style, on her back, legs spread. Yes. And then he fucked her ass. And she was surprised by that. And she tried to fight him off, and she couldn't. And so she felt like he raped her ass. That's how she
0: felt. Well, but she and also she describes spent... herself relaxing into it. Well, she did. She resisted she did at first.
1: Because she likes being dominated. Punished she she said, I want to be dominated and punished, right? Right. But but then she but then she wept for an hour. Yes. Yeah. Which and was so, like a rape scene. So, so that's the question.
0: What was And he a, watched her. He he
1: sat there watching her. He didn't her.
0: console her. Yeah. And he admitted he had never done this before. Yeah. And
1: he even Like he just
0: wanted to try it.
1: And he even talked about it like I didn't even rape you, you know.
0: But but he wanted to try it. But it wasn't consensual so sex. Think about so it, it was rape. So right. well, consent yes. non consent, right? right? Because she's there to be used, right? Is that what's happening? And so then, but she didn't expect that.
1: Well, no, consent non-consent involves agreements. There was no agreement here.
0: So is she a slave?
1: Uh,
0: so let's talk question. about it. The reason I talk about yes. that is because we've interviewed quite a few people that claim different types of slaves. Yes. And they, and there isn't one kind. No. The reality is we're learning there are plenty of slaves out there that have agency. Yes. Which is what I didn't think a slave was. Right. And I'm not judging because I'm not here to be in that construct. Right. But that I'm recognizing everyone has it. There's no right or way to be or wrong way to be. Yes. And so because of that, because we've learned that everyone creates their own dynamic and these slaves have been various types of situations. Yeah. Does he view her like a slave? Because he dehumanizes her often.
1: He dehumanizes her. He humiliates her. She gets off on the humiliation and the dehumanization and he uses her and she gets off of being used and, and uses he punishes her, with her no concern
0: for her he just no uses concern. her yeah and,
1: and he gets she, she's in way over her head she is oh yeah and he's just fucking controlling and using her remember this is a guy who hypnotizes her who takes her who this uses her this is why her. she
0: might be a slave
1: i don't think slave is the right word for her i don't
0: i think what's what's the difference between slave and kajira I have no idea. Because the Kajira is a slave, and I wonder if that's a different type.
1: I, I've, you've used that word before. I don't even know what that word means.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. we'll look it up on Fit Life, but it, it's on yeah. there it, because it's a selection you can make. Okay. But I think it's higher protocol. But the, the reality would, it might be attached to Gore, actually. Well,
1: there's no protocol here. There's no this protocol This is just here. him using her at his whim.
0: Yeah, but let's just he get in fucked his her head. Ass, let's get in out. his head. He's a psychologist.
1: So, so just hang on. So so he fucked her ass because she pushed his buttons and told him that sex with him is always the same and it's boring and he he wants her. She wants him to do something different. And then he did that. He just fucked her ass, going well. That's different. And she like bawled for an hour.
0: Well, the whole thing is she does that though, and he knows this because she's a brat. Yeah. Because she later retracted that statement and said. Yeah, really, if he did anything else, I'd be a, probably not enjoyed as much because I like to feel vulnerable and taken, humiliated. Yeah. So her humiliation factor is really high.
1: It's a part of her kick. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so she has to have that. Right. But she like, but, but then it also gives her access, access to her brattiness to be able to complain about it, even though she doesn't want it changed. Yeah. And that's exactly what a brat is. they don't always say what they mean not that they're i'm not talking about being out of integrity when they're being a brat that's what they're being and if they're out of integrity and the master or the dominant catches them in that process then that's where punishment comes in and that's what they like too so so sometimes there's a means to an end she's trying to get to that
1: that's true but anal sex was a bridge too far for both oh
0: yeah she wasn't
1: for both of them because they never did it again she well, said in the, that, in that made chapter. Me think,
0: does he care about her? Is that why he never did it again? Because she for, He was like amazed she wept that, for an hour. That's a good point. Maybe I was. I was wondering when he said that. When she said they never did it again. Yeah. And he dehumanizes her all the time.
1: Continuously, right?
0: So let's just say he made a mistake, right? But let's go with the construct of he made a I, mistake. What do you he, mean by fucking her ass? No,
1: I think that was intentional. Well, no, Because well, he said, I, I wanted to change it up because no, you said. No,
0: it was intentional. But let's say he went a bridge too far, right? Yes. What I'm saying is if, loosely, if he's, I'm not going to break my toys, yes. he might have recognized by just sitting there watching completely disconnected yeah. from her, but watching her ball for an hour. Right. And as a psychologist or psychiatrist, psychiatrist yeah. he then determined...
1: That's too far. Too much, right. I could
0: break her. Right. So, and I want to keep using her. Yes. So, I can't so, break so, her. So his.
1: So he doesn't really care about her. Just narcissist. Yeah. No, he doesn't really care about her. He's just concerned about his toy. Like that's what intact. I'm saying. Yeah.
0: He dehumanized her, so she's a toy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fascinating. It, it, it
1: actually, it actually is a very interesting chapter. It's the most illuminating chapter so far, when you consider sexually like who she is and who he is and who she is for him and it builds on everything we've learned about them up to now Mm -hmm. you know so you can sort of see i mean this is a very intense dynamic she shows up she gets used pretty hard from her point of view and there's no real concern for her and so she gets off to she got she takes advantage to go have sex with other people who are maybe more chill. Nurturing. More nurturing. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: They don't fill all her buttons. She goes to Gordon for her hot hot spots, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. But they fulfill the romantic side. Because Gordon's maybe, yeah. not romantic whatsoever. At all, and yeah. she claimed that the other guy, the Irish guy that she that how good looking he is all the time. She right. puts that in Gordon's face all, all the, the time. time because right. she thinks he's odd looking. Right. And this other guy was what she considered beautiful right and yeah. she and I think that's I think personally she does that also because he talks about his past ex escapades as beautiful women yeah. as beautiful women and yeah. she throws this in his face to say, well i I'm fucking a beautiful man right so and currently so right. what are you doing
1: right? Kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting you know it's it, it's I didn't think I would like this book as much as I'm enjoying it.
0: What I like about it, even though it is freaking short chapters. Yes. They are short enough that we get to get enough to digest and then talk about. Yeah. Sometimes you read a book and the chapters are lengthy and there's yeah. a lot that transpires yeah. in the chapter and yeah. it's overwhelming. So the the conciseness of this these chapters being short, short yeah. is yeah. actually helpful for us in reviewing her evolving in her kink. Yeah.
1: And I think it's really interesting, and we we talked about this last time as well, that reading this book as Kingsters, we have a much deeper insight into her experience than if you're reading it as a vanilla without any insight. Yeah,
0: you have to imagine that when we're reading this book, yeah. no matter we take turns on who reads what chapter. Yeah. If I'm reading it and it comes across that she's turning into something or showing something, I always stop and say, that's totally brat right there. That's right, totally right. whatever. And we just we have a little banter, and then we go on with the story. Yeah. And I think that's the fun of it is because we're so deeply enmeshed in our kink yeah. that we can see things that just weren't apparent before.
1: I think we have a context of our own lives. Yes. That we measure this experience that she's having
0: against. Oh, yeah.
1: And because kink is new to her and she's in overhead, it's sort of interesting because our experience of kink was new to you in a way. Yes. And so we have a a present time context to measure her experience against. Exactly. So it's interesting. It
0: is interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what happens in chapter
0: nine. Nine, I know. Thank <laughs> you.